What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 79 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Data. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, so, um, for those who have been, you know, following us for a while since we've been doing our circuit, um, usually the week after we do, like, a data dump and just go over, like, the teams and everything from it, and we haven't done one for a month? Uh, it would be for five events. So it's the tail. It's the last event in July, uh-huh. which was the the big the big rumble that we had. Like, I participated in, and a bunch of other. We had a bunch of last minute signups, uh, all the way up until the most current rumble we just had, which was last Wednesday, if I remember correctly, or Wednesday. It'll be two Wednesdays ago now. Yeah, because we. We record on Thursdays. Yep. Normally, we would have an event this weekend, but because the U.S. has Labor Day on Monday, and most people who actually do something for the holiday travel for the weekend, um, figured that you know our attendance would be lower than normal. Um, so instead, we pushed it to this next weekend, this coming weekend. So Here, as here's of recording, your... <laughs> uh, it's two weeks, but as of you know, when this comes out, uh, it's like five days away. So yeah. if you're interested in playing in that, make sure you're in the Discord. Make sure you sign up for it. And uh, yeah, we yep. got a bunch of data to go over. Yep, five events worth, uh, 42 teams, uh, all Series 10. Very wide. There's, a, there's some far outliers, and then there's some real, like, obvious things going on. Uh, data point wise so let's just get this up on screen now for everyone so i have not looked at this at all i know obviously you <laughs> compiled it and everything for us so i have not actually got a chance to look at this um but it really comes to no surprise to me that the top two played mons are real women in center roar followed very closely by uh water urshifu yeah uh <laughs> if you have been living under a rock and this has come to some kind of surprise now you know, Rail of Incineroar, Rapid Strike, Urshifu have been this powerful core for the majority of Series 10 at this point. Uh, usually they're supported by a Regilecki, and that's the fourth place spawn yep. here. Now, to be fair, the, the drop-off from Rail of Boom to Incin, you know, 28 to 22, that's a, a decent chunk. And that's, then you have 22 to 18 between Incin and Urshifu, and then you have 18 to 11 to Eleki. So, like... Yeah. The top three are all pretty stacked, and then then it kind of falls off. Then it starts, yeah, it starts to trickle off here. Uh, Regilecki's are only other mon above twenty five percent usage. Um, to be fair, stack yeah. attack is really close at twenty four. Yeah, so it's, like, it's eleven and ten. It's the, it's one more plate. If someone, if I played Zygarde two point instead of Zygarde one point stack attack would be at eleven instead of yeah. ten. Um, so. We're just going to go over all this stuff, kind of see how, well, see our thoughts on how the format has evolved and if, <laughs> how much this, how much merit this number actually has. Um, obviously, the big three, the Rillaboom and Sinor Rapid Strike, we I see this constantly, all the time. I actually want to, uh, while we're going over this, pull up Peakalytics and like compare our data to theirs. That'd be that's cool. Just to like have an extra talking point here. Yeah. Um, so if you want to. Talk some stuff while I get this pulled up. Um, like I mentioned, there are 42 teams, which means that there is a whole bunch of Pokemon here. Uh, 37 total unique Mons, 
in this uh, in this data dump, uh, ranging from Zygarde, Sheninja, Sableye, Raikou, Porygon two, Heatran. There's a there's a Greedon in here. There's a Decadui in here. And <laughs> said you yeah. Um, so we'll get into all these ones here in a little bit and talk about how good they actually are because a lot of these are just like pocket picks for certain players and things like that but the big meat and potatoes is just like looking at our our bigger numbers our our eight played our seven played six and yep. so on and so forth so according to picolytics uh the top four mods are ensign rillaboom elekeen then urshifu um so we have urshifu then elekeen but percentage wise we have ensign at 65 on picolytics compared to our uh, 52. It's so like, a little lower, but at the same time, it's close We enough. also have a smaller data set. True. It's kind of kind of how that happens a lot of the time. They have Rillaboom at 51 compared to our 67%. So they're literally almost just yeah. flip-flopped. Be- between Ensign and Rillaboom, it basically is swapped. Um, Eliki at 35 compared to our 26. So again, a little bit of a drop-off, but honestly, that's like two or three teams. I think the Aleki is more of people playing it who have it. Not everybody has access to Reggie Aleki. That's true. So that might be why we see lower numbers on that one specifically. Whereas, you know, this is data coming from Showdown where it's a click of a button. Everybody has it, yeah. And then the big difference here is our Urshifu is at eighty uh, is at a uh, 43% and Picolytics has it at 30 It's like quite a few more wet noodles running around than, than Picolytics. Yeah, uh, that might be just due to the fact that, like, the same teams probably got played multiple times in a row. True. means Urshifu gets played a bunch in a row as well. Like, if if one person who showed up to four of the events brought Urshifu every time, well, that's four Urshifus put into our event roster here. Um, I wanted to hear about this Zacian number. How many Zacians? So we have eight Zacians on ours, which is 19%. Compared to... Picolytics is at 23. So that's not bad. That's but pretty like, close. Again, that's literally a difference of one team. Yeah. So not really surprised by that. Uh, the one I want to talk about here is Picolytics has Amoongus at 24, whereas we have it at 14%. Yeah. Down here at, what, 6 plays? 6, so, six plays. I mean, Amoongus is top 5 most played. And honestly, even like playing on ladder, that doesn't seem accurate as to what I've played against. Yeah. Like, that number seems really high, so I don't know if that's something going on, uh, if there's, like, some certain team that's been running around that I have not ran into, or if this is just, like, an upward trend that I have not caught on to yet. Um, that, that does not reflect the format I've played. So, Amoongus is something I've been playing around with on Zygar 2.0, and it it does a ton of work. I slapped Rocky Helmet on mine, and I switched it in on Urshifu Surging Strikes, and I just, I watch them deal more damage to themselves than they're dealing to me, and it's great. Um, I think as the four, as people figure out that Serena's really good and Relboom's not as good, uh, Amoongus will probably start to see more play as the grass type of choice next to, like, Pokemon that don't need Serena. True. True, true. Things that don't want Rillaboom and don't really need Serena, but, like... Want that grass type still. 
Plus, like, compared to where the format originally started, um, there's definitely been a huge uptick in stack attacking here as well. Um, so, like, you are seeing this, like, kind of resurgence of trick room teams going around. Um, I know I've ran into Cali Ice, like, three or four times in the last couple weeks. And, like, every time I've played against it, I've just gotten completely bodied. Because they have either their form of speed control, which is trick room in their case. Mm -hmm. And, like, combining that with not being able to correctly pressure them without being punished uh, just leads to these game states that make it pretty difficult for me to come back from. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, my opponent makes a good switch in, and next thing you know, the attack I made triggers their weakness policy, and then I'm dead. <laughs> um, one of the cool things about the whole stack attack thing is it's like, stack attack is good on teams without, like, hard trick romancers, and it's good on teams that don't really need trick room, but just kind of, like, want the option of having it. Uh, you want to play in trick room, you can have it as well. Uh, it just it's a real good all around just fit. I've heard a lot of people compare stack attack to being just like a, a another restricted slot, which it very much could be. Stack attack is very very powerful. It's very very bulky, um, and, and honestly, it can hit extremely hard too. Yeah, like it, it's attacks that is not nothing to scoff at. Yeah, um, I'll, stack attack is at ten here, which was twenty three, and you said what was the other one? Oh, I think theirs is at 22? Yeah, 21%. So, like... So, that's that's actually on pretty, par. Pretty indicative, yeah. Um, let's see. Next, we have Volcarona, which is down here at 12%, as opposed to R19. So, again, a couple points off. Not so, the big difference here, I feel like, is because this was from early. Mm-hmm. And showdown, the showdown one updates almost almost daily. So Volcarona oh, is, it, is it that it's common now? Pretty it, Volcarona has actually it has definitely declined a ton since here we lately. talked about it last. It's um, definitely dipped a little bit because just people have figured it out. There's other Xerneas answers. There's more rock coverage running around. So Volcarona as a whole just isn't as good as it was back when Xerneas and Zacian were super duper popular and every team didn't have rock coverage. You know, speaking of rock coverage, um, the next two bonds here also eight percent. You know, eight usage points. Uh, you know, nineteen percent. Nihilego and Landorus. Uh, granted, this is incarnate Landorus, so you know, ninety nine percent of the time is going to be sheer force. Yep. I, I have ran into uh, sand force a couple different times, and I'm pretty sure it's just because like uh, I've ran into it next to Tyranitar. Like once or twice, and like that's kind of scary, especially when they also back it up with Dracovish. I'm just like, okay, I am actually dead. You win. <laughs> I I run into a sand team. We're in trouble. Because um, like it, it's actually really interesting if you think about it, because you have like Groudon and Kyogre both running around as well. It's like being able to have the slowest Mon set your weather, and be able to like threaten both of them depending on which Mon you need. It actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Sand Forest Landorus is something I mentioned when I did the deep dive for it. Uh, it's something you, you can't trifle with it. I played it in Draft League to great mm -hmm. effect a lot. Um, because people don't anticipate it. They just don't anticipate it. You get to run the physical moves that you don't normally get to see. Um, Nihilego is another thing that's kind of popping up. It, it's weird seeing Nihilego just like slap a life orb on it, no power orb or anything like that. But I understand why. I mean, honestly, 
you get one KO with it, and like you're you just, doing just as much anyway. Yeah, you just take off and run with it. When we mentioned Nihilego, I think we talked about Nihilego back. On I think the, it was last week. Yeah, in the in the series ten recap for our um, tier list. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it was it was a mon that I was really impressed with because we were talking about Grassnot versus Thunder. I think. Yeah. Because for some reason it gets access to both of those. <laughs> It's an Ultra Beast, man. Just let it's, it go with it. It's basically a Gen 1 Mon. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Its design doesn't make sense, and its attack, its move pool is all over the place. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense seeing Nihilego and Landorus both up here, because we ex- people expect Xerneas to be popular, so you just play around it and plan for it, and if you run into it, cool, and if you don't, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And I mean, with Incineroar being extremely popular, you know, you can just meteor beam it and then... So yeah, you can just bop it with both of those Pokemon and you're fine. I mean, that's really what Lunala's been doing here lately, too. Yeah. Uh, I know Aaron Zang played it... that last week? Two weeks ago now? I can't remember. It was a while back. He he played it and just like... The the number of times it's just like, Alright, cool. Bang! (laughs) Nice Incineroar switching. You're dead. Yeah. Um, Lunala is definitely one of our more popular restricteds on our side compared to Which probably... Which is really, like, honestly kind of shocking. Uh, the fact that we have Zacian and then Cali Shadow and then Lunala is honestly kind of indicative of where this format has evolved into. Um, you know, we see Xerneas down here at four, but I also think Xerneas is... The play patterns that Xerneas provides aren't really... They're not for me. They um, are very position-heavy. Which, I mean, I can play that kind of game that's fine, it's whatever, but it's not the kind of game I truly enjoy. Oh, I love like, those kinds of but games. But like, at the same time, when I get it right, it makes me feel like the biggest brain player ever. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's the whole <laughs> thing behind it. It's just like playing Colossal. When you get everything going right, you're, you just galaxy brain and you're just so good you know uh someone i think it was um oh i think it was gil was talking on discord and i could be completely wrong but i know someone was talking about how pivoting and positioning with Xerneas is a lot like colossal in these older formats where you know if your opponent just puts you in a position where oops then you just get them yeah and at that point it's it's too late for your opponent to make a comeback Yep. Um, and I mean, that's honestly, in the games I've played against Xerneas, you can see it where I, I pick up three KOs early, but next thing you know, they got a, they got a, a Geomancy off, and they're I, ahead I'm up and... 4-1, and I lose. Yeah, because they're, they're just wiping everything with spread moves, which the format has adapted very well to Xerneas now, and it's... That's honestly why you see Lunala and, and uh, Stack Attack a higher, and... I, I'm actually curious if when we get down to it, it's like Hitmontop also like, dude, Hitmontop really impressed me last week when, when I was playing on laddering. Um, it's just wide guard in general is always, always feels really good. Well, especially, uh, the Hitmontop team. It, it's so good because people anticipate protecting in front of it. Uh, this is on the, the Cali shadow team. And that's when you just get them in faint and then you just pick up a KO for free. Yeah. Like, there was, there was a game... It's doing what the it's Santee's Weavile did. It, 100%. That does exact, it does the exact same thing. That's its job. There's no fake out on it. It's there to 
predict, make you think about fake out, and he would click faint instead and just blow you up with water spout. Well, see, that's that's the best part is you still have fake out. <laughs> well, yeah, so, like Hit on Top doesn't have enough moves to where it can actually like do the kind of things that Weavile did. You say that, man, but that was that was one of my big problems early on when I was building with Hit on Top, like series one. Hit on Top was like. Man, there's like eight moves I want to play on this thing, and I can't. Well, now we're not doing weak spells things, so nope. a lot of those so are like bullet out. punch, mock punch are both pretty non-existent. Um, you want to run at least one fighting coverage move, so close combat's the best one there. Yep. Uh, you're running faint. You're running wide guard, so you don't want you can't really afford to run protect with it. Like it, it really feels like wide guard close combat are staples, in in this current format, those two are basically required. And then, like, Fake Out's really good, and Faint just pairs really well with it, too. So, like... Like, like the, the sets that are running Wide Guard, you don't really want to run Protect, because Wide Guard increments the, the Protect counter. Yep. So, you can't Wide Guard and then Protect. It just doesn't work that way. Um, however, moving... Like, trying to get back on track here... Yeah. Um, overall, it's not surprising seeing, like, Stack Attack of Lunala, these very good wide guard users out here um we'll get into some lower numbers here soon that there's more wide guard users hiding down there more niche ones trying to catch people off guard that you know people don't know how to play against them because they've seen it once yeah they just forget (laughs) they just forget that they have it and things like that um you mentioned calyrex shadow at at seven this is our only seven 16 or 17 percent essentially um, which oh, I just had it. Where'd it go? Which, according to Showdown, I know Xerneas is much higher. I know. Yeah, um, we have uh, Picolytics has Showdown as Xerneas at fourteen percent, as opposed to our nine. Yeah, which I mean, that's not too too terrible difference. But, but like knowing knowing when these were taken, when Z- this was during Xerneas's like heyday, this was super popular for Xerneas, mm-hmm. really really powerful still. And that's updated since then, and Xerneas has seen a whole lot less play. Um, it's still really good in the right hands, but it's just not doing what it was doing in earlier format, in the earlier on the format. The other mons that um, we are much higher on than Picolytics, there's Whimsicott here uh, at 11 as opposed to like 8. So yeah, like, not, again, not too big of a difference. That literally is one one team. One one team. Um, Landers Therian, where is that? Actually, that's higher than I anticipated. It's at ten as opposed to R twelve. Uh, and DD female at eleven as opposed to eleven. Um, Inte at nine compared to probably you know, much lower. Uh, actually, sixteen. Oh, so it's much higher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Entei is actually, like, the first one that we are low on that no one else is uh, is that high on. Um, they have Serena here at 14 as opposed to our 7. That's probably a lot of people playing Santi's team. Yeah. I mean, Kyogre is also at 14, and we have it at, uh, uh, keep going. Two. <laughs> Two teams. A whopping... Five percent. There were more drift limbs and Arcanines played than Kyogre. What? <laughs> yep. There were more Groudons than Kyogre. Which honestly, 
I could see. Um, Serena, Tornadus, Suicune, Moltres, Galar, Groudon, Gothitel, and Driftgloom, and Arcanine all here sitting here at 7% usage, three plays apiece. Um, the Serena and Tornadus almost, I feel like, were always paired together. I can go back and look later and confirm this, but I'm pretty sure they're just neck and neck with each I would, other. I would not be surprised. They are very good together. Um, so let's see. That's probably Serena, Tornadus, Kyogre makes up all the Kyogre teams. Most likely. Um, the question is, what is the third one being paired with? Probably Gorilla Boom. Yeah, sure. Why not? Honestly. Um, the Arcanine's really cool because I talked about Arcanine before I got sick, um, on a deep dive way back when. Did you see, uh, Matt posted his shiny Arcanine? Did you see this? Going through, back, uh, all the way back. All the games. Yeah. With every ribbon you can possibly get on it. Yep. Which isn't completely accurate because there's ones from Coliseum and XD that you can only get from mods that are obtainable in those games. Yep. So really, he didn't do it all. All the Game Boy games. That's fair. All the handhelds. <laughs> um, Arcanine is something that I thought was just like really cool. And as the format develops, I feel like we'll see more Arcanine over Incineroar, actually. As people just like, there's more psychic terrain. Incineroar doesn't do as much. Zacian is a real big... Zacian's probably going to become a real big problem again. I'm actually curious where Arcanine is at. Probably much lower. Less than 1%. Yeah. That's because everyone just copy-pastes teams with Incineroar on them and don't test Arcanine. Dude, honestly, um, that's pretty true with, like, Rillaboom as well. You know, Serena is super viable as that, like, offensive grass type as well with, you know, having a very defensive-based ability in Queen and Majesty. And then, like, Bulu is also just fine. Yeah. And the, the amount of people who are just not going to look in Bulu's direction because it doesn't have access to Grassy Glide is absurd. Yeah. Um, and the fact that people are just like, I'm going to play Rillaboom as my grass type. Oh, wait, I can't play against Serena. I Two of my moves are priority moves. What am I going to do? I guess I'm going to U-turn. Oh, wait, it has triple axle and it O-code me because somehow it outspeeds me now. Scarf. Like... <laughs> Like, it's just As a like, man who's made his fair share of Scarf Serena, they never see it coming. Nah, you just you just have Tailwind on your Tornadus and it's fine. Because they can't... You know, okay, technically that's also accurate. That's how true. they do it. <laughs> they just click, you, they, they click Tailwind and Triple Axle into your Rillaboom and you're sad. Because you're Assault Fest and you weren't spec to take the Triple Axle. So either respec your Rillaboom and then die to the rest of the format. Exactly. Um, Galarian Moltres is something I know uh, Navier has been high on with Assault Vest, treating it as like Baby Abeltal. And dude, honestly, it does its job really well. Um, Gothitelle was something that we saw earlier on with like Regilecki and Zacian, just trapping people and doing a bunch of damage, not letting anybody pivot. Um, not surprised to see it. It won one of our Rumbles. Gothitelle was on, on, I think it was the one in July, it won, it, the entail in July, it won that rumble with Yveltal and a whole bunch of other stuff. Interesting. I can go find the team probably real quick. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, while you do that, I'm going to look through Peakalytics here and talk about some more 
data. Where do we have Urshifu? Regular Urshifu? Yeah, five percent. That's not terrible. Two total plays. Now you're like now you're really reaching. Yeah, Zapdos. Galarian or regular? <laughs> regular. The fact that Galarian is higher than it concerns me, Carl. Oh, it's not. Okay. Nope. Other way. Higher. Higher. It's in threes, right? Did I see it? No. I swear I saw no, it. No. You saw this one as I scrolled down. No. That was... I don't know. There is no Zapdos. Like zero Zapdos? Zero Zapdos. That can't be right. There is zero Zapdos. I call BS. You gotta remember this was from the past month. Zapdos is actually fairly new in Series 10. Yeah. It's only been around for about a week and a half. It, I blame I blame Aaron Zang for that one. Uh, uh, I blame Wolfie for that one. Well, yes. That that's uh, where Aaron it actually... played Wolfie's team, I believe, right? He did. So um, really this is all Wolf's fault playing uh was he playing the Weather Ball Zapdos? Yes. Next to Groudon. Yeah, 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 the Fling team. Yeah. <laughs> that team was great. Yeah, this is the one that won this is the it won the first event that I took data from. Sweet. This was the why the vocal run that we wondered why it was nicknamed after me. Ah, yes, this is uh this is Vern's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the the bulky Urshifu. Yep. Which for the record, still still my favorite Urshifu. Um Like playing games against Urshifu, I always had to talk myself through what if this isn't bulky and it's sash instead? It's so, like Alright, so now I had to double into it, but if they protect, I'm dead. That's why you just carry spread moves, bud. But that's difficult. Just carry spread moves. So that's why I just faint them, and then they die. <laughs> um, other two notable twos here, there's an Umbreon at two, there's Tapu Fini at two, Reshiram, uh, Melodic, Mindshell, Metagross, Cartana, that's something we don't see very often anymore, Grimmsnarl, Eternatus, an Araquanid, Thunderous Therian? You haven't seen Thunderous in months. I would like the Eternatus teams, please. <laughs> um, I think one of them is... I can't remember who played it. Try to remember who played it. You're on your own, man. You're on your own on this one. I have legitimately no idea. There's going to be a faster way for me to jump through these teams. Because I have them all in this. But this is all just paste, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Awkward. Yeah, we're not going to find those anytime soon. All right, soon. we'll find. I think I know where one of them's at. Nope. All right, well, I give up. <laughs> I am very easy to just... Not, whatever. No, not worth my time. Um, Cartana, Grimmsnarl, things we don't normally see anymore, which is kind of cool seeing them here. Um, I'm personally playing with Grimmsnarl again. I think it's fine. And honestly, I think I think people just, once we got to this format, went, alright, well, Xerneas and Zacian are really good, so that means the thing that's weak to it that has been you know, dominant the last three seasons is no longer good, so clearly we can't play it. Uh, the thing was, is like the games were either running, were running long enough to where screens would wear off, or um, they were so quick that screens didn't matter. Either. Yeah, like your screen setter got hit with fake out, and you just got blown up. Um, and games still happen like that, but now it's just a matter of properly positioning and getting your Grimmsnarl into a safe spot. Um, 
with a Zygarde 2.0 team that I have been working on, it utilizes Grimmsnarl in a real cool way. Um, we still have Spirit Break, we still have Light Screen and Reflect, and we're running Sucker Punch to get an occasional Cali Shadow pickup or Lunala nonsense or something like that. Um, and it's really cool. Uh, I saw Cartana on someone's stream the other day, and it was doing AB things still, which was really weird. Please just play Focus Sash. Um, they, they couldn't. It's... They couldn't play Focus Sash because it was taken up by something else. Please they... play Focus Sash. <laughs> well, when you're playing a Lecky, you kind of want Focus Sash on that. Not Magnet. Um. So, um, you you mentioned Fake Out, and I, I know we've talked about Fake Out the last like two months and how prominent it and Intimidate are. So that got me thinking. I'm like, what if... What, what's the, like, cheekiest anti-Incineroar thing we can do? And I think I've come up with Adrenaline Orb Steadfast Lucario. <laughs> Let's go fast. Turbo fast. But we can't get flinched. No, Steadfast. Oh. Not Interfocus. Why are we not Interfocus? Does it get Interfocus? It does. Yeah, I was like, what are we steadfast for? Because then we can't be intimidated. But we don't care because we interfocus means we don't get intimidated anyway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If we're interfocus, we can't be in- intimidated so our adrenaline orb doesn't trigger. I don't think that's how that works. I think it is. I don't know. I need someone to test this. And I'm too lazy to do it myself. <laughs> like so. You have your phone in front of you. Yeah, but see, I... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um... Looking through these ones here, there's a ton. There is. So, yeah. uh, I don't know if this is a typo or not. Someone played Zacian without the crown. That's gotta be a typo. It's either a typo or someone was playing Life Orb or Choice Band. Did Aaron play? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Probably not. He's he's done a lot of showdown. I, there's I a, the there there isn't a Cosmo Duskwing team somewhere in here. Yeah, it's it. One. It's a one. Right here next to Palkia. Did Gil play? Uh, yes, that is Gil's. Alright, cool. <laughs> um, is it sad? I just know. I, I, like, he hasn't really been around, but I know that's him. <laughs> uh, there's a Kirim. Base Kirim. It is base Kirim. This is on purpose. I know exactly what team, what team this is. I need a team, please. Okay, so let me find him. I... Which one is it? I don't know. <sighs> nope, not that one. It's one of these. Where are you? What are you doing? About it. Sweetie, you need to talk. So this was when some he was this is the vote, remember? He had had people oh, Kiram ended I up winning. About that. So this is the one he ended up playing. Right powders, <laughs> Yep. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Goggles Metagross. I actually like that quite a bit. That's a um, real good Xerneas counter. Yeah. It's like, nice Volcarona idiot. As is this Crobat. I played this team against, and it was uh, the longest drawn out fight we ever had. Sweet. I need a rental code. I wanted to wreck people with. With uh, with regular Kiram, I'm gonna message him right now. He's probably awake. I forgot. I was the one. Th- I was the one thunderous. The one wheezing. 
and the one Zygarde. I remember uh, you getting messages about, hey, why did my ability work? <laughs> why did my Intimidate go off? Why did this happen? Because I'm not, I'm not neutralizing gas. That's why. <laughs> oh, uh, looking through some of these other notable ones that actually mean something. Uh, Toxicroak at one kind of is kind of surprising. Uh, I expected more of this Pokemon, but again, this is something new kind of tech that not everyone's picked up yet. And as Xerneas has kind of fallen out of favor, so is Toxicroak kind of just how it works. Because it was a real good Xerneas check, and that's about all it was really good for. Like, you sucker, you had Sucker Punch for Calyrex Shadow. Doesn't mean a lot when most of your moves are priority and everyone's running Tapu Lele and Didi again. Lele has actually really impressed me, too. Um... I played, I played a Lele Mirror, and we were both Scarf. But you're not Max Speed. I was not, and so they just Shadow Balled me, and then I died. Yep, sounds about right. It's like, man, I thought I was extra bulky so I could take hits, and then I just died anyway. Yep. No, you, your bulk is not enough, let me tell you that right now. Uh, I was playtesting with Lele over Grimmsnarl. It's not worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. I, it's not worth it what I was trying to do with it. It's fine. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yep. Like, when it's good, it's absolutely absurd. The problem is, is your scarf. So, like, it on the lead is really bad because, like, any other terrain setter means they're going to get their terrain up. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fine. That's about the best I can say. Where is this green it? Uh, that's Adam's team. That's... Ask me how actually surprised I am by that. You shouldn't be surprised I'm not. at all. I, literally not at all. <laughs> you shouldn't be surprised at all by this. Lunala Greedent. Fun fact, he was also the only Togekiss and one of the two Kartanas. More importantly, he's Sash Kartana because he's smart. Big brain. Greedala. Um... A lot of the one-ofs come from this this real big first rumble. Had I not included this, we probably would have had a lot less one-ofs. Mm-hmm. Because um, I know, uh, like I said, Thunderous, Zygarde, um, Celesteela, Weezing, all came from my one team. Uh, were you playing... You weren't playing Swampert, were you? No. So I don't know, someone else I don't know where the Swampert's at in here. I haven't found it yet. What is Hannah doing? She has interesting teams. We found the Araquanid. One of the Araquanids. And we found one of the Mind Shells. Yeah, that's pretty pretty standard for Cali Shadow. Like, obviously Araquanid is not what you would consider a standard Mon, but like, it does its job. Uh, I believe... Really good for the Cali Shadow Mirror. I believe the other one is Zordor. The other... Uh... The other Araquanid. I would not be surprised. I know he won something early on. Oh, this is the dog team. Oh, the mono dogs. He has ocean dog, you know, Gyarados. Yeah, ocean dog. Ocean doge. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember who played Swampert. I thought I saw it. There's the other Araquanid. It's shiny. That's all I care about. And it's Wakanberry. That's kind of cool. Doesn't Bug resist electric? No. Is it not? No. Am I dumb? 
Nothing I'm aware of. Wait, was that Electric Seed Cocoa? I mean, Electric Seed uh, Driftwim? Okay, that's Grassy Seed. I I saw a seed, and I thought it was yellow. I'm like, wait. (laughs) Is that Electric Seed with no no terrain center? No way to go. (laughs) Oh, this is the one. Yeah, here it is. I found it. Rindo Swampert. Uh, I remember this one because it specifically it was Rindo with wide guard, but we're also physical, which is kind of eh, in my opinion. How much? Well, see, the problem is, is like if you're special, you can't do a lot to AV Rillaboom, which like is obviously a huge check for you. Um, you don't want to sit in front of Rillaboom ever. Yeah, but like that's the other thing is like. Even if you are Rindo and you're physical, Ice Punch isn't isn't picking it up enough. either. No, and the worst part is, is if they're if they have their own Rillaboom, they usually have an Incineroar behind it. Exactly. And so then, like, so then you're, you're getting intimidated. Less damage. Yeah. So that's why I'm special with the Salt Vest, and I just leave every time I see a, a Rillaboom. Substitute Nihilego. Substitute Life Orb Nihilego is really interesting. It's literally the Landorus set, but you're swapping Earth Power for Power Gen. Literally the same thing. I mean, you, you are dishing out basically just as much damage. Nihilego is it hits like a truck. It's literally the set. That's literally what they do. Landorus, Landorus sets anymore are like Earth Power, Sludge Bomb, Protect, Substitute, because they don't want to ever take a hit, and if you, you can call it right and get the Substitute off when they think you're going to Protect, you're just miles mm-hmm. ahead of your opponent. Um, let's see here. Back to usage stats. We've got a Mimikyu, an Alolan Marowak, Mandibuzz, Latias. Uh, other notable restrictions here are like Ho-Oh. Which, is that Matt? I know he was playing Ho-Oh for quite a while. Uh, I believe the Ho-Oh is um, the one we played on... Oh, you're probably right. That was... I can find him. Oh, it wasn't Spades, was it? No. Spades is the one you're currently playing. That's right. It was uh, Shadow Giraffe. Yep, 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 yep. With the uh, Agaslash. Yeah, the... this team was so fun, man. This is probably, like, my favorite team I've played this season so far. So far. Um... That's not true. I played a tournament, and it was stupid. <laughs> I might do that for Ladder this week, if I can figure out what I want to do instead of... Uh... I think I think the play is to figure out what I want to do instead of uh, Skarmory. Stack, attack, 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 attack. That's probably the play. Like, Skarmory just translates really well into that slot. They were carrying goggles anyways. They just slapped goggles on stack, attack, attack. And then probably, probably honestly swap Bulu for Rillaboom. Just AV Rillaboom. And then, like, swap some items around. I think that's the team. Um, if you have a problem with Fake Out, you can always play Serena in that slot instead. Or if you really want to just kind of lean on the Trick Room slot a little bit more, you can play Amoongus. Um, the other cool thing you can do is take the speed out of your Eternatus and put it into bulk. So you actually have a bulkier Eternatus that can play in Trick Room. Eternatus naturally outspeeds a lot of the format, and the things it doesn't outspeed, 
you definitely underspeed even if you're max speed. Yeah. So you just just click the trick room button and just have your speed invested in the bulk instead. Make sure you're faster than like I got Honestly, opposing Palkia. Or I think something. the I, I actually really like the idea of stack attack and next to it because that helps against Kelly Shadow quite a bit. Um, because like if they do like NDD slash Lele uh, things and are going for expanding force, you can just wide guard plus. Uh, unfortunately, I probably can't KO them. No. So it's like wide guard plus cosmic power, but that's probably not enough either. Plus, Cali Shadows here lately, I've seen I've seen a lot of Psy Shock on them instead of Expanding Force, and honestly, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. Um, of these one-ofs, I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, like I mentioned, there's a lot of these one-ofs that we don't ever see that actually don't have any kind of meaning because they're just a random one-off. You mean uh, Jigglypuff? Yeah, like the Jigglypuff down here, the Mandibuzz, the the Kiram, the the Decidueye. The Decidueye is a real cool tech. Um, Sell me on it. So the idea back when we were when we were watching Kareem play with it, mm-hmm. uh, you could be long reach, and you get the KO opposing Volcarona with dual wing beat. But without you can never ever, get, get without the ever body. having a chance to flame body, which is one of the big problems with Urshifu is if it triggers on the first one, well, it just lives, and then you know you're probably not going to do anything after that. Yeah, um, interesting. It's just something to think about because you do get flying coverage on Decidueye. It's just like, oh, that's kind of cool. You also have uh, Shadow Sneak, so you can do with opposing Calyrex, right? Yeah. Interesting. Grass goes. Maybe, maybe Decidueye. <laughs> um, but what I was going to ask is how many of these Pokemon that you see on here are actual like big meta hits because like, I, I don't know compared actually to do something like compared to Picolytics I know there's like certain Pokemon on here that are much higher usage but also at the same time you know you're looking at one usage stat out of 42 teams compared to how many thousands of games are being played mm-hmm. um, so I think the big ones here just like starting here from the bottom um, Kelly Ice has definitely picked up popularity from my from my experience. I think it's actually still like now that the format is developed in a way where it can actually be played. It's good. Yeah, you um, actually get to see it now. Yeah. The big thing is obviously you're in a format dominated by Incineroar, which lines up not only well with you against you because of Intimidate, but also hits you on both of your typing super effectively. But you can just play into that and be weakness policy, live the hit, and then blow them up back. Yeah, you get to run high horsepower. Um, Celesteela is interesting. It has definitely fallen off in favor compared to older formats, but it is a niche wide guard user as well, which can be very important. Um, plus, like, because you're typically going to be running wide guard, uh, you're probably just wanting to do, like, protect lead seed things in, the, in your other two slots and then, like, heavy slam... But like get to again, play the stall game. But then again, Heavy Slam also plays into being intimidated, so like that's not the best plan. Um also like then you just die to like burn. Whereas yeah. you're you're already immune to poison, so like that's not a status condition that's ever popular anyway, but burn actually can and will be important. Mm-hmm. Um obviously you're pairing this next to like exactly Torkoal or Groudon. Let's just be honest here, it's Groudon. Yeah, hundred percent. Um Torkoal, you're usually seeing this, like, Lilligant or these other aggressive grass types that can abuse Chlorophyll to some degree. 
Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 da. I like Heatran. I know we kind of touched on that last week. I think it's very underutilized and could be very good in this format if people uh, would look into it a little more. But uh, After Aaron played with it with the Guzzlord team, did you get to watch that one? Yes. Uh, I think people will start to pick up on Heatran a little bit more. Yeah, dude, Guzzlord. <laughs> Maybe that's the play. I need Guzzlord. <laughs> dude, it fits, actually, because like, it's a super bulky just annoyance that your opponents can't deal with. It's very similar to Eternatus. So, like, if those two are on the field together, how do you beat them? The correct answer is, like, Dazzling Gleam, and then they're both dead, but still. <laughs> Just Xerdius, Dazzling Gleam. <laughs> don't even need to, don't even need a Geomancer, just Dazzling Gleam. Um, Ho-Oh is something I think that should be played more, but isn't. Ho-Oh is fun. Uh, you got called out for not fighting to put, move Ho-Oh into S-tier last week. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I think, I think it's good. Um, I think people have not looked into it enough still, which, because of the, the way the format currently is, I don't think it's worthy of S tier, but I definitely think it is one of the better restrictors that people have not looked into. Uh, as Xerius falls out of favor and Zacian players get smarter and Kyogre gets more popular, I think Ho is definitely not S tier worthy anymore. Correct. Um, Groudon also is just, like, a real good check into it. Yeah, the, the fact that, like, Sure, you can switch out our precipice blades, but then they just rock slide you. Yeah, they just call your switch and just rock click rock slide. <laughs> what are you going to do like, about that? Again, you're a physical bond in a format dominated by intimidate. So yeah. like, um, but like regenerators, a, a hell of an ability. Um, you line up extremely well against Xerneas, but like you said, and like we've talked about today, Xerneas is trending downward, and that was honestly one of the big selling points for the Ho team. Is just like. Uh, you played Xerneas against it when we yep. played in that showdown. It's just like, and you just clean uh, house against okay, it. Okay, I that's, don't really care about this. That, that's your best matchup. You clean house against Xerneas and Zacian, but when you don't run into Xerneas and Zacian, you can kind of struggle. Couldn't actually tell you the last time I ran into either of them on ladder. Uh, Zacian was just this last episode. No, it wasn't. You can't prove that. Uh huh. It's on tape. <laughs> I can go pull it up right now. You won that match, by the way. All right, cool. Then, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, you won that one. I remember that. Um, you also saw it without the bone. You saw whatever weird life form. <laughs> I, I do remember that one. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what it was doing, but I do remember I played against a naked dog. Uh, naked Zamazenta is currently the popular one. Yeah. Have you, have you seen those? I haven't ran into it personally, but I've seen, uh, I think it was Moxie Boosters streaming it, or, like, he was the one who was, like, innovating on it, uh, that as a result brought it into the limelight, so, like, sure. <laughs> I think it's really cool. It's really cool to see these, um, the, the like, specifically the crown forms not being utilized. Uh, Zamazenta gets away with it better than Zacian. Zacian really wants that Behemoth Blade, really wants that Steel Typing. Whereas Zamazenta kind of doesn't care. Yeah, sure. Like, I get my plus one defense boost either way, and I get to just still, still do HAL and coaching things. Like, yes, I'm no long, I'm now weak to Psychic and Flying, but I'm also not weak to Fire and Ground. Hot take. Zamazenta is worse thiefful. <laughs> <laughs> that is a take that... I'm sure Does literally get coaching. <laughs> no, but we get hell. So like, eh, you want coaching. That's the big one. 
Yeah, but then, like, you need to be fast. And Thievul is faster. Zamazenth is fast. Nothing's on Burnet, eh? No, but that's just a whole other thing you gotta try to trigger for Thievul. You slap Rillaboom on every team. It's not that hard. Oh. No, the real play is play it next to Coco and just... You turn out... No. <laughs> Scarf Coco next to Unburden... Am I going too far? Yes. You, the minute you said Scarf Coco, you went too far. Did you see the team building we were doing the other day? No. It was Specs Groudon. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was doing something. I think that was when I was trying to get the Python working to run this thing. It was very bad. I, I heard. It was it, it, exceptionally bad. We had like five people all working on it, and it was all... All the teams looked awful. <laughs> <laughs> like on paper the teams look really cool and then you plug in crowd onto a calculator it just does not actually matter oh goodness um ho oh don't worry about jigglypuff don't worry about Kiram. no nah, man jigglypuff is super underrated and people are going <laughs> to die to it oh of course uh mandibuzz isn't like we talked about it in the tier list it's not the greatest thing mandibuzz and umbreon are very similar in that same vein where they're, like, these bulky dark types that are difficult to take down and, like, just try to stall the game out. Um, but honestly, I kind of like Guzzlud more in that slot. I like Umbreon more than I like Mandibuzz. Yeah, fair. Umbreon actually just does other things. It, Mandibuzz is trying to be that bulky, Yvaltal, Galarian Moltres without playing those Pokemon. At that point, just play Galarian Moltres. Yeah, like, Fair. you don't need the Tailwind. You want to slap AV on it probably anyway. The Roost doesn't matter. Plus, you're weak to Eleki. And I, I think that can't be, like, stressed enough. Especially when it's, you know, top three, top four Mullins in the format. You're weak to Eleki. And that's kind of a hard selling point in this format. Um, Not worry about Latios. Not worry about Kiram. Alola Marowak is something I'm not, I'm surprised we're not seeing more of as We'll probably see more as Trick Room kind of gets popular again. Because Alola Marowak was a real good answer into opposing Cali Ice. And, like, honestly, if you can get it in safely uh, under Trick Room, like, it also lines up exceptionally well against Cali Shadow. Like, yeah. being able to just uh, poltergeist things is really good. The problem is, is, like, in BD. <laughs> so you just, like, Rockhead uh, Flare Blitz him instead. Just bop him. Um, Do you get dark coverage on Alola Whack? I have no clue. You know who does? Internet. Internet. Um, other Pokemon that and these ones that are actually memorable and like might actually mean something. Mimikyu is really really good alongside Calyrex Ice. We see it. We see it a lot in Series Eight. I expect to see it a ton more as Calyrex gets popular again. Uh, Palkia is something that was really popular early on, and as Xerneas kind of just dies down, I expect Palkia to. Maybe make a resurgent actually be decent again. Um, Raikou, something I really, really liked in like Series 8 before, but it's just I haven't had enough time with it in Series 10 to actually make any kind of use out of it. Uh, I'm going to die on the hill that all the water ground types are your preferred water types from here on forward. Uh, you can play Suicune, and that's probably about your only other like non-restricted water type you can play. Here's the thing. Suicune dies to Eleki. <laughs> Swampert does not. <laughs> that what I, what I mean is, it's like Suicune's like if you're trying to go fast, that's that's the one water. I, one I will play. agree. I I was trying to sell people today on the ATX server of playing Quagsire, and then someone got on there and like, how do you beat Rillaboom? I'm like, 
All right, this team specifically, you have Incineroar and Nihilego. Blow them up. Yeah, you just... Position yourself well enough to where you're not worried about Rillaboom. Hey, hey, how does Suicune beat Rillaboom? You you actually don't. don't. You don't. You can either beat Rillaboom or you can beat Eleki. And they're typically paired together, so good luck. Yeah, it's like you, you can't beat... You can't beat them both, like... You're not melodic. You can't expect to beat both. No, here's here's the play. You learn somehow. You figure out AV Suicune, and so you get to be invested into all your bulk. But then you're like doing zero percent damage back to them. The thing is, then you lose the best part of Suicune, which is Tailwind. Obviously, Carl. <laughs> but you get to live hit. So, like, would you rather be dead or have Tailwind? To have Tailwind. Okay, let me rephrase that. <laughs> the answer is obvious. Would I'd you rather, rather be tailwind. alive or have Tailwind? Have Tailwind. I think I'm still asking the wrong question. Yes, you are. Um, Can you tell it's late? <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, like the water ground types, Swampert, Quagsire, Gra- uh, Gastrodon, these are still really, really powerful on the right teams. Ho-Oh's, again, one of those really good Pokemon that pairs well with these guys. Because they just check rock types really well, too. Circling back to Alola Whack. Okay. We get Brutal Swing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Time to go do some calcs for that. If Sizer can do it, Alola Whack probably came with Thick Club. You also get Throat Chop and Knock Off. Oh. Do we, get, do we actually get Knock Off? Or is it just like a... I don't know. According to this, we do. I should probably check the right format. Yeah, probably. Series 10. I think Throat Chop is correct. That one makes that one I remember seeing. Knockoff is illegal. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> brutal swing is legal though. Yeah, brutal swing's cool. Throat chop is yep, also still legal. legal. Um, Sheninja. I'm getting the deep dive for Sheninja. I've been working on the Sheninja deep dive for like two weeks because I've been trying to figure out like how I'm actually going to talk about this Pokemon that only has one HP. It doesn't exist, Carl. I don't know why you're investing so much time into this. Because um, it's actually really good. <laughs> That's the problem. I the was, imaginary uh, Pokemon is really, really good. I was working on uh, this like new series I've been working on. And one of the mods that was going to be legal in one of them was Shedinja. Like, the, the the AI can't play against this. Yeah. You just win. So you win no. The game. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just going to ban this if I do this cuz it's yep. not fun. Um I think I think Wolfie did that in his Emerald Nuzlocke. Mm-hmm. He just fucking cheesed uh one with like a level 23 cuz <laughs> it literally can't touch it. Yeah, you just win the game that way. Um looking through the rest of these uh Togekiss can maybe do something at yeah. some point. I don't see it ever coming back, though. In, in a format where Zacian and Eleki are really popular, probably not. Man, all you gotta do is just run two ground types, and you never see Eleki. They never bring it. Let me tell you, I just, I literally, I have Zygarde, I have Swampert. I never have to worry about Eleki. Well, see, that's the thing. You're playing Zygarde and Swampert. <laughs> yeah, they never bring it. You can't speed control me if you can't hit me. You can have four mons weak to Eleki in the other four slots. And I'm sure they still wouldn't bring it. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what happens. They don't bring it. <laughs> when I was testing Celesteela, that was the, like a lot of people's only check into Celesteela. They still don't bring it. Celesteela still gets to just do its thing because they don't bring Eleki because they're afraid of it getting one shot. 
dumb. I have so many replays of the Zygarde team just bodying Zacian. It's great. Dumb. <laughs> I'm excited it, to do this Is it collab. better than turn 72 your opponent concedes because they're struggling with Zacian? No. Yeah. <laughs> no one ever lets me get to that point. <laughs> For whatever reason, everyone lets me. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like they see, I get like three coils off and then it's like, nope, I'm done playing. And I was like, okay. Like, oh, okay. okay, bye. Um, I'm excited to do this collab. When is that happening? Have you talked about um, it yet? We're trying to get all of our dates scheduled right now. Gotcha. Uh, we're think looking at recording sometime this week, hopefully, maybe. Sure, I don't know. You tell me. I that's the thing. I don't know. They they gave me a couple days, like a couple days that are good for them. It's like I can do all these times in the afternoon on these days, and I haven't heard back yet. So gotcha. Um, but yeah. This is a lot of good data. A lot of fun talking about this stuff. For sure. Um, any random things you want to po- talk about before we move on to do other things? Um, um, any hills you want to die on or anything like that? I still think Heatran's really cool and people need to play with it more. I'm telling you, it'll happen now that it's been played on YouTube, on a team. People will start to pick up the team, and they'll start to play with it, and then they'll start adapting Heatran into their own teams. I need to message Adam and get a good Guzzlord set. That was the other thing he used to work on. Yeah. Just greet it and Guzzlord. Greet it and Guzzlord. Guzzlord is the other one. Um, if I remember correctly, Guzzlord on the team was like Snarl, Knockoff, I, I literally don't remember past that. I know it was those two. Does it get wide guard? It gets wide guard. Okay, so. Wide guard was the, one of the other ones, and I think uh, protect. I think, I think so. was literally the move set. Like you don't ever need dragon coverage, and like no, you knock them off, and then like their damage output is negligible because they no longer have an item. Yep. And then you just snarl them to death. Like you snarl special attackers into the dirt. Like like it, that's that's one thing Zacian. I mean uh, that a uh, Guzzlord's really good at is just like. Being a wall. You want to attack me? Nope. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, I would have to go back and pull up the... I'm actually going to, so I'm not like, completely talking talking out of my ass here, but I think they were, like, max-max on defenses. It's like, this is not dying, because you don't need to invest in the HP. No, you it's, just have such a high base HP. It's uh, a lot like... Uh, Drago in that regard, where you just don't need it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm going to mute this. Offensive Whimsicott. Nice. That's the team. Read more. Find the pace. Look paste. at the paste. Hey, look at that. Book paste. Mm-mm-mm. 252 special defense, 236 defense, 20 HP. Makes Knock sense. off snarl, wide guard protect. Citrus berry. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in love with citrus berry, especially if this is like your check to Calyrex. Um, like having a berry on a bond that's wanting to sit in on a bond that won't let you eat your berry seems not great. It's for more, like, the Calyrex Shadow's not doing anything to you to begin That's with. That's very true. So Especially it's not staying. It's, it's not like, going to stay. Sure, stop it. Like, <laughs> I'm going to click knockoff. 
get out of here. What's, what's really great here <laughs> is this Guzzlord is also paired with, like, Shininja. So, like, if they do stay in with Calyrex, they're getting KO'd by Guzzlord. If they switch out and, like, they have, like, Mianfu next to it, you can just switch out into uh, Shininja and then they, you know... How does, how does Mianfu deal with the Shininja? Uh, rock Slide. Okay, now what move does they actually run that, you know, hits? I've actually run into that a lot. Why? Stop it. Don't ask me why, it's just what they're running. I haven't seen this, and now I'm terrified. They run Rock Slide. My I've... bug was safe, and now it's not, Carl. Yeah, no. Uh, that's why I say, like, Shininja's good, you just gotta scout out moves on your opponent's end before you send it out there. Picolytics, please. I don't want to see the... LPL Summer Split Finals. I don't know what that is. Uh, that would be the... Tennis? No, it should be uh, the Chinese uh, League of Legends. Sh- sure. LPL? Yeah. Rockslide is on 6% of me and Foos. <laughs> it's enough. If it's above 5%, that's when I start respecting it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah. Been doing anything else here lately? I said I was going to work on Kieran White this past week. How'd that go? It didn't. That's what I thought. Um, I had like five bonds picked out, and I just never figured out what I wanted to do with the sixth. And then you know, uh, work happened again, so like my free time for the week was gone. Nah, so. that's why you just like you just think about Pokemon while you're working. It makes your work go by faster. See, here's the thing. <laughs> Um, then I'm on this all day because I get distracted. No, you just don't even have to. Oh, you just have it in your head. You don't even have to have it out on the phone. Oh, everyone can see my nasty bruise. <laughs> <laughs> I was scratching my head. And I was like, oh wait, yeah, yeah. I, I got Carter you got mauled by a dog this weekend. <laughs> so we well, should probably clarify that it's your dog. <laughs> yeah, it's still my, it's my dog. So Belle, the sweetheart that she is, loves to go swimming with us. While we were down there at the lake, she wanted in the water. So she'd jump in the water. She had her life jacket on. She'd swim around for a little while. Well, she'd get tired. Instead of going to the ladder like she should have done, she decided to climb on me. And that's how I got this one. And your arm. And... It goes down my arm, down my side. It is her whole leg looking. just smacked me hard. So what? what's this giant cut on your arm then? Uh, this is where I almost fell off the bike uh, on the way to work because I took a corner too wide. So instead of running the bike headlong into the wall, I stuck my arm out to try and bounce off of it and make finish the corner. And I Carl. turned my arm into a cheese grater. Carl. Uh, and then I got a bruise on my elbow on this side. You can probably see it here. Um, this is where I put the cooler in the boat and I rolled it on the boat. Trying to like wedge it in there and uh, hit my funny bone real, real bad. And then I hit it again about 20 minutes later, getting the cooler out of the boat. I am a broken human being. Not to mention, I was sick for like two days <laughs> when we got back. I don't have words. Um, I, I legitimately don't have words, Carl. I, this is the first day since I got sick that I feel like a normal human being again. However, I've been playing a lot of Unite in my free time now that I'm just like, I don't have a bunch of video scripts to work with. I have not. I've been recording stuff. Yeah, you've been recording on your project. I've been playing Blastoise. I've been playing Beyblades all day. 
That's all I do. It's just I just I spam uh, left on my D pad so I can get the blast toys faster because I because the way the wraparound works, you just go mm-hmm. back and you go all the way over. Everyone's trying to go this way. I'm just like, nope. Wrap around. Go to the bot. Go to the end. Grab Blastoise. Put on his little hat and suit jacket. And Blastoise is the the first new character I don't have. Um, I have Guardy. I have Felicity. I have Zara. Like everyone has Zara. So like, are those the only ones that have been added? Uh, Z- uh Gardevoir, Blissey, and Blastoise. Yeah. So I don't. I don't have Blastoise yet. I would have Gardevoir. I'm missing four Pokemon. Guardy's sweet, man. I'm missing Pikachu. I have Pika. Talonflame. I have Talonflame. Gardevoir. I got it. And Eldegoss. Don't have it. I could easily pick up Pikachu and Eldegoss. Uh, I have almost 10k coins now. I'm missing quite a few. I don't have like Lucario or Garchomp. I have both of those. Uh, I don't have Snorlax. I don't have Charizard. I have that one too. I debated getting Charizard, and then I talked myself into Guardian instead. I'm like, yeah, this is way better. <laughs> I I like the all-rounders. I have a lot of those. I'm excited for... Now that I have Blastoise, I'm excited for Mamoswine. I don't think I have a single all-rounder, actually. <laughs> like, I, I know I don't have Machamp. How do you not have the Champ? Is it free? I don't know. If there's an all-rounder that's free, that's the only one I have, I think. I don't know. I, I legitimately don't know off the top of my head. Oh. Currently I'm unlocking clothes now. That's kind of been my thing on... You got my Talonflame skin. Oh yeah, I got that too. <laughs> I want them to add a trade feature. I want to get rid of my Snorlax skin because I want the Talonflame skin. I, I, yeah, like I was just like, I just rolled it and then I, then the little, the little circle thing that goes around your logo popped up. I was like, what the heck is this? You're like, oh yeah. And then the Talonflame animation started. I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have that going on still. So I have, now I have the Talonflame skin, but no Talonflame. Get to it. Talonflame's great. Eh. It dunks on people I've been really playing, hard. I, I, Jungle Blastoise. That's all I want to do. It's all so I do dumb now. dumb and it works. I'm just going to play Jungle Blastoise and Jungle Snorlax and everyone's going to have to deal with it. People don't expect Jungle Blastoise and that's why it's good. Uh, Rapid Spin Water Spout is nuts. Mm-hmm. You just get to just sit there and spin like a top and you can save Water Spout until you're right on top of somebody. You slap Muscle Band to go along with it because in Rapid Spin all your attacks become physical attacks. And then Water Spout activates for every person hit while you're doing Water Spout. So if you're in the middle of five people and you hit all five of them, you get all those triggers. It's dumb. Uh, I remember someone went to the um, to the tester. They got 125,000 damage out of Blastoise. Dumb. 125,000. Granted, I believe that was just, like, testing against five opponents. How much, like, damage, AoE damage you do. Because that's all you do is AoE damage. Mm-hmm. And it's just nuts. It's it's actually dumb. It's a lot of fun. Probably gonna play a little bit more when I get done here. Uh, I'm probably going home. <laughs> I have a bunch of things I gotta do tomorrow. Well, you have fun with that. I gotta work. I don't, but it basically is a day at work. I um, much stuff I got going on. 
I thought about uploading deep dives for tomorrow and Sunday, but I think I'm just going to hold off and make sure the scripts are real good because I don't want to rush them. I normally have more time to work on them than I didn't have time to work on them like I normally do. Sure. You know what you're doing. So we'll have deep dives back uh, this week. It'll be on first new first new deep dive will be on Wednesday. Wednesday, Friday. It'll be fine. Yep. So, um, is that it? Are we out? I think that's everything. I don't know, man. You tell me. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we can just get on here, I guess. Cool. So, as always, everyone, uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. If you're not listening on YouTube, go and do all that stuff on every video we have on the channel. <laughs> uh, there's going to be, as of Saturday, there'll be 450 videos on the channel. That's a lot. We also have our custom URL on YouTube now. Somehow. I, I still don't understand. I how. don't know. How, uh, so I went and looked at, they changed the requirements for it. You mm. have to be a channel for 30 days, have over 100 subscribers, be in good standing, and there was some other thing. So I need to get in bad standing with YouTube. I, I guess. figure out how to do that. I guess. <laughs> um, Twitter. At LR Lessons, uh, myself at Mr. Missouri Twenty Five, and Carl is at Musical VGC. Uh, Carl and I are both on Twitch uh, at Mr. Missouri Twenty Five and at Musical. It's currently September again. Feels like we were literally just here. Yeah, um, I might stream if my schedule gets to a point where I can actually do stuff. I might stream more. I I don't know, man. I've been enjoying Unite enough now, and I feel like I'm in a comfortable enough spot with the control system that I and I have enough pokemon i can play that i can comfortably just like play solo queue stuff if i want to i am spending all my free time working on this project and it has not gone well (laughs) to put it very bluntly it has not gone well so like that's where literally all my free time has been the last like two weeks Mm -hmm. is working on these projects and you know i want to have them I want to have one of them done by the time we go on vacation. Yeah. But, uh, you know. If you get one of them done by the time we go on vacation, we won't have to do a bunch of laddering because we can just upload, have those set up to upload every day. Yeah. That'd be nice. So, hey, get on it. I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> Make my life easier. Um, Let's see. Twitter. Twitch. YouTube. Discord. Discord. That's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, make sure you come and join the community Discord server. It's great. That's where you can hang out with us and all the wonderful people in our community. So uh, that is always down in the description of uh, like every video. It's in the description of every video. It's in the podcast notes. If you're listening on audio version, go fo- go down there and find it. We had someone recently join who just watched the. Who've been listening to the podcast for a while? They just never joined the Discord. Yeah. It's so there. that's kind of cool. It's there. It's there. I make sure it's there for people who want to find it. Yep. Uh, if you can't find it, you can always go discord.gg forward slash LR lessons. That, that URL works too. Yeah. Um, website. Yeah. I have a website. It's cool. If you're interested in writing for us, I know I've had a couple of people reach out and then they said, yeah, I'll, I'll get started on something that I haven't heard back from any of them. Well, they're probably working on something. Maybe it takes it could takes a while. I thought about doing up uh, the Zygarde team like for, like a team report for it once the uh, collab goes live. 
No, what you need to do is get it done now. Well, yeah, no, putting it up yeah, once okay, the collab gotcha. is now we're, now we're It's not going to take me very long to do this. I have all my calcs saved and whatnot, so. That makes one of us. <laughs> that it, doesn't, it won't take me very long. <laughs> my calcs are, yeah, that looks like a good number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if, whenever in-person events come back for us, you're not building teams ever. I'm just going <laughs> to build them for you, and you can just slap your things like, together. This is what I want to do. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Need to talk with Bob and Amy about uh, doing in-person events down there. Yeah, probably. That'd be fun. I'm sure it'd be, hey, can we do this? And they'd be like, okay. I'm sure it would literally be the conversation. Yeah. Uh, and the cool part is, is like you can do, like, they don't have to all be here. Yeah. Like, you can join over online and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. So, that everything. Website, Discord, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter think that's everything i got a whole lot of nothing else so yeah that's it all right everyone thank you for listening and we'll be back later this week with some more stuff so have a wonderful day we'll see you later peace